Good afternoon and welcome to Markets and Midday. It's Harry here for Market Matters on Tuesday, the 11th of October. The ASX is trading up 25 points. It's plus 0.38% to 66, uh, sorry, yeah, 66.93 we are at the moment. We did get over 6,700 uh, earlier on. We got to 67.12, pulled all the way back to 66.70, uh, but sort of found a bit of, bit of a support level there about half an hour ago. Um, and have sort of moved back towards that 6,700 level. In terms of what's holding up the index today, materials is up 1.4%, industrials up 0.5%. The worst sector at the moment is energy down just about 1%, um, and real estate and tech are down 0.45% each there as well. The hottest stocks at the moment, Core Lithium CXO is up 6.14%. John's Ling Group, JLG up 5.86%, bouncing back after yesterday's tumble. Uh, and Orchem, uh, AKE, is up 4.95%. The weakest stock at the moment is Megaport, MP1, that's down at 5.94%. Whitehaven Coal, WHC, is down 3.06%. And Romelius, RMS, down at 3.03%. Fair bit of news across the board today. Now, touching on a couple of things that we've seen catching our eye. Um, Dalrymple Bay, DBI, is up 7.14%. So they own uh, a port up north. Um, that port owner operator has updated guidance uh, following a bit of a change to the regulation framework. Their terminal infrastructure uh, charge will go up to $3.18 per tonne. Uh, that'll be applied from the 1st of July, so backdated as well. Um, that's 29% above uh, the harsher regulation that rolled off recently. They'll receive $61 million in adjustments as a result of that one. Uh, they also lifted distribution guidance to $0.20.1 cents for current financial year. That's up 10%. Plus, they lifted their medium-term guidance of 3 to 7% growth per annum in terms of that distribution as well. They've got all take-or-pay contracts, which may, basically means there's no real risk uh, around volumes or price there. Um, the price has been set by the regulator. They look like they're looking a bit more hands off. Um, obviously, uh, these the increases from here are also indexed as well. So they will continue to grow uh, in terms of the prices that they receive for port access uh, for their clients as well. So really re reduces a lot of uncertainty around uh, where their earnings go from here. And it's a really positive update for Dalrymple Bay. Uh, it sort of lifted uh, the lid on this stock a little bit, um, just uh, being able to see that income growth as a shareholder is, is pretty key. Baby Bunting, BBN, that's down 25% today. It's a big move for Baby Bunting, sort of broken down a little bit. They, they're hosting their AGM today. It came with a pretty disappointing trading update. They've got sales growth of 12% for the first few months. So that's up until October 7 uh, of this year. But gross profit margins fell 230 basis points. They talked to pretty competitive pricing in the market, uh, plus freight and uh, uh, foreign exchange movements as well, <clears throat> really impacting their margins here. They've seen reduced uh, spend on play gear. That's pretty cycling a pretty strong COVID bump. Uh, there 12 months ago. They also introduced a loyalty program um, as well. It's weighed on, uh, weighed on early sort of sales there. There have been a lot of redemptions out of that loyalty program. 
uh, early on, higher than they had expected, but that's that's expected to improve performance in the medium term. They said their stocks at pretty reasonable levels as well. They have also opened up three stores uh, so far this financial year. So um, not a great update, particularly around that margin talk for baby bunting, but we're going to have a deeper dive on that one. Um, and that will be in tomorrow morning's report as well. So uh, keep an eye out for that one if you want to hear more about baby bunting, baby. And I know we had a, a question from a subscriber over the weekend as well there. <clears throat> on to Orica, just quickly, ORI is the ticket for these guys. It's up 3.82%. Their CFO is uh, going to depart uh, at the end of the year. They've got a ready-made replacement. They recently appointed Kim Kerr as the Vice President of Group Finance. Uh, she's going to slot straight into that CFO role, they said. Uh, which is sort of key as to why this stock's going higher, is that they've come out and said that their full-year EBIT is expected to be slightly above uh, consensus estimates at the moment. They're expected to uh, report full year uh, numbers on the 9th of November. They did a big capital raising just recently. Um, they actually, they bought a, another company, they've, they've uh, a bit of M&A action going on in Orica, uh, but they over, um, they over sort of rose in that, um, over raised in that uh, capital raise as well. So there were some fears around how that underlying business was performing given that they might have needed a bit of working capital uh, coming out of that raise. But it looks like uh, today's update sort of alleviated some of those concerns for now. <clears throat> Having a look at Asian markets, Japan's Nick goes down 1.81%. They're coming back online today uh, for the first time this week. US futures are up at the moment. S&P 500 futures up about 10 basis points. NASDAQ futures doing a little bit better, up about a quarter of 1%. Uh, in the UK tonight, there'll be their August unemployment number. That's expected to be flat at 36 Not a great deal out of the US. There is a couple of Fed speakers um, and a couple of Bank of England uh, board members speaking tonight as well, but um, not a great deal in terms of data, uh, except for that unemployment figure. But for now, that's all for Markets at Midday for your Tuesday. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. And as always, keep an eye out for Market Matters reports.